Well, praise God. We've been in a series called Full of the Spirit. I think we're getting wrapped up, but I had some stuff specifically, and I don't know, maybe this is more of an exhortation this morning. Maybe we're going to touch on some things and kind of some, some things specifically I had, had in my heart to share. Ephesians 5.17, let's look at that. We've started there. you do have your Bibles, you can turn there. Ephesians 5.17 says, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of the Lord. Let's look at Colossians 3.16. You know, Colossians and Ephesians are very parallel um, letters. If you read Colossians and Ephesians, you'll see there's a lot of the same things covered in the two. Colossians 3 verse 16. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Verse 16 says, let the word of Christ dwell in you Richly, dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And notice then, when we come back to this, it says, whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to the Father through Him. Let's look at verse 16 in the NLT. It says, let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives. Fill your lives. Let the message of Christ fill you. Fill your lives. That means it's permeating your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Look at the Amplified. It says, let the spoken word of Christ have its home within you dwelling in your heart and mind, permeating every aspect of your being. As you teach spiritual things and admonish and train one another with all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. Does that paint a picture? Just, just permeating every part of your being. You're full. You're full of what? The Word of God. You're full... We read another uh, in Ephesians, you're uh, filled with the Spirit. Here it's saying, let the Word of Christ have its home within you, dwelling in your heart, in your mind, permeating every aspect of your being. Well, you're filled up. You're filled up with what? You're filled up with the Word of God. You're filled up with the Spirit of God. You're overflowing, and you can see just in the language here, you're, it's coming out of you as you teach 
you go to the, the middle part of that verse, as you teach spiritual things, admonish. What does admonish mean? Encourage. So what's coming out of you? Encouragement, training with all, one another and all wisdom, singing psalms, hymns, spiritual songs with thankfulness in your hearts to God. What, this is a picture of you just overflowing. That overflowing with God, it's permeating every part of your being. In other words, it's not just a little bit. It's not like, oh, I'm full. Oh, nope, it's gone. Oh, there it is. Nope, it's gone. Permeating every part of your being, and it's just coming out in all these different ways. So we've talked about that. Let's look back at uh, Romans 15, 13. We read this last week, but let's just look at it in this context. Romans 15, 13, now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing or because you believe something that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So here it's talking about being full being completely filled with hope. If we skip down to the Amplified Version, Romans 15, 13. It says, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing through the experience of your faith that by the power of the Holy Spirit you will abound in hope and overflow with confidence in His promises. So how would you believe something? You're being filled with something. We talked about that last week. You've been exposed to something. You don't just believe something just out of thin air. Something planted those thoughts and those beliefs in you. So what we consume, what comes into us is going to affect what we believe and what we believe is going to affect what we're full of and how we react to life and what comes out of us and what we are like to be around and what are we saying and what are we, how are we encouraging? Are we encouraging? Are we discouraging? Are we uh, coming up with admonishings to each other? Are we coming up with positive things? Are we ourselves comforted in the face of adversity? So we're, we're talking about being permeated and overflowing with confidence, with hope, with joy, with peace, with the Spirit of God, and we've talked about continually being in that state. Let's read a, a few more scriptures here. Romans 15, 14, so next verse, just in the New King James. It says, Now I myself with, am confident concerning you, my brethren, that you are also full of goodness filled with all knowledge, also able to admonish one another. Notice, it, notice the way it says that, that you are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and what? Also able to admonish. So in other words, it's not just a little bit that you are just barely able to sustain. You are actually able to admonish others. Well, you're able to affect others. You're able to move forward, and there's something, there's a source in you there's a filling in you, and it's not just even filled, it's overflowing in you. Now, we talked about staying there and some of the things we put in, but I want to just focus on some of that staying full. Staying full, because that's where, you know, we've read these scriptures. We're going to read a couple, uh, a few more, but... 
there's a lot about you being full of something. You being there, you being full. What does that process look like? Because it's not just as simple as, well, be full. Just fill up. When it's talking about being filled with goodness, being filled with knowledge, being able to admonish, being filled with the Spirit, richness, in all richness, in, in filling your lives, permeating every part of your being. And as I was thinking about this and processing this, I just, this is a, uh, you know, I, I thought about actually bringing stuff here and, and doing, you know, like setting stuff up, but I, there's too many logistics involved and I didn't, you know, I don't normally do that, so I'm like, I'm not going to do that. So I'm going to use a picture and point at, point at it, wave my hands and talk some. But th this picture that I'm going to put up is uh, what's on the series. It's the series picture. If you look on the website or on YouTube, can you put the picture up of the, the glass? You know, we're talking about being full of the Spirit and overflowing. You can see both there. You know, not a good thing to do like on your dining room table. I did, you know, and then you're just thinking, where's all that other water or liquid going? It's all over the floor. It's all over everything. But as an illustration for what we're talking about, Imagine this, this glass, you can see the top of it, and you see that, but you also can imagine the whole glass there. So when we're going about life, if that glass represents us, it represents us going through life, it represents our, our being. That glass can be more or less full. Now, this is a picture of just overflowing, full, overflowing, bubbling over. And when we're talking about this in context of all the other things, when you talk about being, uh, letting the Word of God dwell in you and richly in all wisdom, I'm just going to read some of that, keep the, keep the picture up. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. If we go back and read in Ephesians, what it, it says, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all good things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another, getting along with the people that you're with. When it says, fill you completely, may the God the source of, God, the source of hope fill you completely with joy and peace in believing that you would abound and overflow in confidence in His promises. When we read that, you would also be full of goodness, filled with knowledge, able to admonish one another. Well, all those things, spiritually speaking, if you look like this, that's able to happen. You are bubbling over. If you're overflowing, it means that you can give something. Even if you're just full, you don't have anything to spare. And God's life for us is to be further than just us getting by. It's supposed to be so that we can actually impact the world. The only way you're going to be able to impact the world is if you have an overflow. And that you live from that overflow. And so that's the goal. But if you just look at, think about this glass being all the way down to its bottom. Well, that glass could be more or less full. Think about if this glass not overflowing, it's just half full, and it's just sitting there. Okay. Now imagine the bottom of the glass. Not so easy when it's actually a glass glass, but imagine 
you know, it has small holes in it. But imagine it has one small hole in it. Well, what's going to happen to what's in that glass? It's going to be going down. Even if it's really small, it's going to be going down, but it's going to be going down slowly. It's not going up, right? Well, just going through life, you are leaking because it takes emotional and spiritual energy and physical energy just to go through life, right? You get up in the morning, you're dealing with things. You get up in the morning, you might look at your phone, and there's a text, and right away, something's pulling on you. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You may be a parent, and you get up in the morning, and you hear other little voices, and right away, you're feeling the pull. There's a drain. You may have gotten up, gotten breakfast, and checked your email at work, and there's something, and it's pulling on you. It, it's, it's not neutral. In other words, you, you have some spiritual level that you're coming into each day with, but it doesn't just like, oh, well, I'm just, I'm just neutral all day. I mean, just life. You just interact with another person. You could go to work, see somebody in your spiritual level. You can feel it just being tugged down because you've been dealing with that person. You know, you could go, go to the store, and on the way to the store, there's traffic. Or on, you get in the store, and there's a light. There is something pulling on you. So when you think of just going through life, it's not going to stay level. Life itself is constantly pulling you down. So you can imagine at the bottom of that of the glass, there is there are holes which indicate which represent life draining you and just you coming into the day, that level is going down. Well, I should say there's energy running out. Okay, whether the level goes down or not is a different thing, which we'll talk about. Now imagine there's more than just a little hole. There's another hole and another hole. Well, what the, that level is going to go down or the, 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 the um, water is going to run out faster. Okay, imagine now something really pushes, hits. Something big, it, it's emotionally. Well, that, that, is represent, that could be represented by even a bigger hole. All of a sudden, you, you have this much... Uh, in your tank, it's being drawn out faster. It's not just a normal slow. It's not just going from here just to here to here. If It's going out at this rate. So now we have this. It's going out, but then what are we doing on the opposite end to maintain it or to fill it up? Because those two are happening all the time. And so I just, there's a couple, there's several different scenarios that you can talk about with this. Let's say that if you have the whole glass, let's say you let it just get to zero and you, all of it's gone. Now you get a little bit in, but there's stuff pulling. So then it just goes down. You can imagine this. It's all the way flattened out and okay, you come to church, you get a little bit filled up. Oh, feel good. Go out and Three things happen by the time you get home and you feel like it just bottomed out again. That's what we're going through. You don't want to live down here where you feel like you get a, just a little nugget and you feel good and then, but it's gone in a little bit. 
And even if it's not right away, here's the thing that happens. You, you can get where you're really filled up and, you know, you go to a special meeting or something and you're, oh, I feel like I have this revelation and, ah, there's no way. It'll never leave me. I've got it. You have to do something to maintain it. And if you don't, probably a matter of weeks before what you thought would never leave you and you got it and you can see so clearly because you're in a state of somewhat full. When stuff starts pulling, you can get back to where you don't know how, you can't even wrap your mind around what was so clear. It was so clear to you, you're like, there's no, I see it, there's no way. That's because you're, you're spiritually at a certain point, you're full of something at a certain point, and so you can see. But if, it, if you let it drain out of you and then stay there, well, now you can get to the place where you, you don't know, you can get to the place where you don't know if you're saved or not. If that ultimate, you, you, if you listen to the devil's lies, it's a slippery slope. He'll keep going to where there'll be questioning of everything. That's why you just don't go, that you don't yield to those things. You've got to put something in to counteract because people, if they don't, if they're not putting the word in, if we're not putting the word in, if we're not being full of something, you can get to where... What you thought was so clear, even the most basic things can start to be questioned. How do you think people walk away from God? They're believing a lie, but somehow it got there. Well, it didn't just happen. It doesn't happen when you look like this. So we, we, have, this, we have this level. And so you can be in here and it kind of be draining, but you know, you're kind of just topping it off and you're kind of doing this. And you can stay in there, and you can kind of get by. You could, like we just said, you're just down here, and every time you get something, it's there for a little bit. But, man, just, just living just on the edge where I do some, I, I'm, I'm kind of filled up, or I, I'm, I'm drained, but I get a little bit, but then it's gone and gone. And then there's some people, they just they bump along down here all the time. You could live somewhere in the middle where it's kind of, I'm kind of sort of a little bit, got a little bit, but, you know, I'm kind of keeping it here, but sometimes I bounce, but then I just, oh, I get it back up, but I'm just kind of here, and then, oh, I'm feeling real good, but oh, something just knocked me here, and then I bounce down here, and, and then there's everything in between. I could be up here, and I could be down here. Up here, then down here, then down here, and up here for a long, long time, and then boom, bounce off the bottom, and then come back here. What, we gonna, what are we going to have to do in order for that not to happen we're going to have to be putting things in. What we put in is going to determine if we can counter the flow out. And what we certainly don't want to do is poke more holes in it. <laughs> and doing certain things is exactly like that. You, you're, you're already here. You're filling the drain of life. And then you go do certain things that just opens up. You just exposed yourself to something that your strength just runs out of you. Nobody in their right mind would do that, but those are what the temptations in the world are doing. There are things that are holding it out going, oh, this looks really good, but if you look at it in this context, what you're really doing is just punching a hole in the bottom of your cup and just being ready to bounce off the bottom here in a few days. And nobody in their right mind would do that, but it's subtle. Satan, nobody, 
nobody destroys themselves. I don't know, nobody, but you know, people in the right mind don't destroy themselves on purpose. Satan is subtle. He tries to get a hook in you to try to pull you, and you may not even know you're living. You can get so used to living down here, you think it's normal. It's not normal to feel depleted all the time. It's not normal to feel like you just get something and it goes away all the time. It, I should say, it may be common. It's not normal for the child of God. Or should not be, I should say. It's not what God desires for us. He doesn't desire for us to live just bouncing all over the place. So we're, if we're putting the right things in, number one, plug the holes. Don't open up more holes. I know this is simple in theory. But this is just, when I was thinking about this, we need to see what certain things in our life do and what the results are so that we can act and, and by the power of God do something different. So number one, don't, up, don't open more holes. And if there's holes... Ask God, and you're seeing, man, that just drains me. Ask God how to get around that. Stop doing it. I can't stop. Do then go before God and say, God, you, I know this isn't right. Show me. Help me to get out of this. Help me to get to the other side. Show me what to do. I have strength. And you act on the word of God. Don't say, I can't agree with what God said. Whatever God said, you say, no, I can do it. I can do it. I, I, oh, I feel like I can't. But if the word of God says it, then I have to agree with him. And I have to then counter what my flesh or the parts of my un, unrenewed mind are. Number one, renew my mind. But if I have other thoughts, I got to do something with them. Okay, so if I'm plugging the holes now, I have to do something to fill myself up and to stay up. Because like we said, even the, the world... You can be doing what you know to do, but the world is going to try to drain you. And so there is going to be a tug. So to stay full, we're going to put things in that are godly. We're going to stay full of him. And we've talked about different ways to do that. But we're going to, what we want to do is just have this buffer so that things come in. Notice, if, if stuff is running out, but you're filling it up at a, a rate greater than running out, you will still be rising. And if you, if eventually you will still be overflowing. And so if you're overflowing out here, you could be doing exactly what this picture says, overflowing, running around here, and, and water still be running out the bottom. Do you understand? There could be actually a big hole at the bottom, but if the flow is big enough, it will still look like that. What would a big hole be? You have something that slaps you upside the head and is a big challenge in life and is pulling on you, but you are full of God and pouring into where it still, if you were just to look at this physical picture where you can't see the bottom, you can't tell if there's a big hole at the bottom or not. Other people wouldn't be able to tell if there was a big hole in your life or not. Do you understand if we're walking in what God has told us to do, other people, I'm not talking about being fake. 
We're not talking about putting on something. It's real. You are so full of something of God that even though you're going through something that could knock other people out, you're so full of something that you still look like you're doing these things and it's overflowing to other people. And they're like, man, your life must be awesome. And they don't know that you're going through the greatest challenge that you've ever been through. Because you're so full and God is able to work through you that you look like, wow, I mean, I, I'm around you. I'm encouraged when I'm around you. And they don't understand that, man, if you were looking at what the whole, you would be like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through. But you're so full that you're able to hook up with God and actually be a conduit to admonish others, to be building others up when that same hole could have drained somebody, and when you get around somebody that's not doing this, they, the first thing you know is, oh my gosh, what ha happened to you? Have you ever come up to somebody and you're like, are you okay? Because you can see it all over their face. They're, they're, they're tired. They're weary. They're, they're, they're obviously going through something. Now, we're not, we're not saying this to condemn anybody. We're not saying... We're not saying this. This is not in a spirit of con condemnation. We've all been challenged. We've all been pressed. But the, the fact that we have something that is pushing on us or that is draining us does not automatically mean that we have to be completely drained and, and not able to cope because if the flow is great enough and if we're pulling on God and relying on Him, He's everlasting. And he is un or inexhaustible. So if that's pouring into us, we can still be overflowing, even though it looks like the floodgates are open at the bottom. There's just more at the top. And so we're full of him. And we, we, we're able to walk in that. We're able to stay there. Is it possible? It's possible the Word of God tells us to be full. And, you know, we've talked about the Apostle Paul. The Apostle Paul, when he's writing this, people are trying to kill him. They're beating him up. They're throwing him in prison. They're stoning him. He's being left in the, the water. You know, I mean, he's, he's swimming. He's in a shipwreck. All these things, and yet he's... We're going over. Not like, you know, fake. Just, you can be in the middle of something, but... You, you're not putting on a fake smile, but you have a spirit. We're getting over this thing anyway. Well, that takes that strength. You're full of something. It's permeating your being. Anybody can sit there when nothing's going on and be like, oh, yeah, because everything's great. And, you know, you're in the middle of church service and got people of faith around you. And you're just, oh, it's great. That's nothing's pulling on. You're getting folded up to where you don't have to do anything. It's just pouring over right now. But when stuff is pushing on us, you, tell, you can tell, is it permeating my, bill, the, the, my being? Is it, is it going into every area? If I am letting this fill me up, you can see how then all this extra, okay, a little bit drained out, but there's so much running over that I'm able to overcome things. It's this force. It's I want to live in this overflow part. That's what that means. I'm living out of here, so I'm not, it, everything that happens is not actually draining me because I don't go under full. 
From my point of view, I'm actually full all the time, even though stuff is going out, even though I'm getting hit. There's so much over here. So actually, if you look at just my glass, full. Full here, full tomorrow. Full now, full at night. Praise God. God can help us if He's telling us to do it. He can help us regardless of what's going on, regardless of what we're being pushed to do, regardless of what is pulling on us. There's an overflow. Think about it like this. Who are we, who are we uh, being refreshed from and what's His state? Is He ever, ever, ever depleted in any way, shape, or form, ever. It's like going over to the ocean, going up to the beach, and you take a, a glass and scoop some water out. Can you tell from the ocean's perspective that you took anything out? Absolutely not. What if you took a big bucket out? Now, you're not going to do anything. You are not going to do anything to make that ocean go down. That's like God. God is so inexhaustible, and that's truly who we're hooking up with. So our little vessel, if you have him and you're, you're drawing from him, no problem. You just bought him, and just this little vessel, if you just, it can be overflowing, no problem, because he is so vast, it's just like, oh, little drops just overflowing. And his, our problems that look big, oh, no, he's just more than enough, just overflowing so much that it's just, yeah, it's getting all over the floor, all over everywhere. Because he's good, and he is so willing to help us no matter what. And so if we'll just press into Him, if we'll just look to Him, so we look to Him first. We don't look to other things first. We look to Him, and He'll fill us up. Filling, going to the right things are what's going to help us stay full.